Hi, I'm Kelly Rowlett Presgrave. I'm president and CEO of Work With Your Hands, and we are so proud to be a sponsor of Power Women of the Trades podcast. You can reach us at workwithyourhands.com. Kelly at workwithyourhands.com is my email. Chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses. Chirp helps you capture more leads, connect faster, close more deals, and create customers that will buy from you over and over again. Using text message, email, and ringless voicemail automation, with Chirp, you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey. Learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today. C-H-I-I-R-P. This episode is also brought to you by Relentless Digital Marketing. More information on them in the show notes. Thank you for being a sponsor. We appreciate you. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, Female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started. Welcome to part one of our chat with Texas Medley president and CEO of Medley Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. In this episode, Cassie and Leslie get real with Texas to dive deep into topics that aren't often talked about in this industry. If you're here for brutal honesty, you're definitely going to get a good dose of it in this episode. Stay tuned and enjoy. So Texas is my buddy from way back. You tell love us, it. Tell <laughs> Look at these pillows. Is this your comfort? Is the pillows your comfort? I like pillows. Texas, why weren't you at Super Meeting? Why wasn't I? Yeah. I sent a couple of my my, my managers we hang out with this them. year. Yeah. Texas was in charge of the business and yeah, yeah it, it oh. went shit well. Do you gone. have to? You had to keep everybody in line. He got I the un- them back quick. He did. He got the unfair week because, you know, that second week of October kind of started like, or it was the first week of October and it really started killing all of us in HVAC. And it You're was HVAC. Yeah. Do you do plumbing? And they did plumbing. Just started plumbing. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Like Super excited for him. Oh, He's got a good plumber too, it sounds like. Okay. We've actually done more in plumbing sales this week than HVAC. Okay, That's listen. That's how it's going to go. And I know this is going to be like squirrel. Are you going to have to redo your whole logo? No, no, no. So I got really lucky on that. All we have to do is this little part here that says heating and air Your conditioning. Banner. Now it just says heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. So, yeah. Dan, I've had three logos made because of how we're going to roll it out. Like, we're the same way. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now we have. And I and I asked him, I said, am I going to have to have my whole truck rewrapped when I do this? Or can we just figure out? Luckily, I feel like mm-hmm. when we, we had just Dan, have to do that. Are you banner. adding HVAC? Yes, and electrical. I mean, we'll do it in phases, but it's sooner rather than later. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to rewrap all those. You know, I don't want to come out all my cash. No, especially you probably just wrapped some of them. Yes. We when we did our logo with Dan, we left room. So and should you? Okay, and here's another question. Plumbing. Even if I haven't added the third one, should I just go ahead and put it on there? No. So I don't have to read the banner so many times. I mean, no. Because I'm thinking electrical might actually happen before HVAC. I don't know. Do y'all have strict electrical? Like requirements well, for licensing in Oklahoma? Same as uh, every, same as our I don't know. other licensing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just normal like the rest of everything. I mean, like well, us. like in Texas, it's way, 
it, it takes way less time and way less experience to get an HVAC license than a plumbing or an electrical license. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, getting getting those Do other Do we have two. reciprocity with Texas? Reciprocity. And we mean the state of Texas, not Texas I know, <laughs> I know when you go to fill out the application, it'll tell you which states... Uh, is reciprocate. Is it reciprocate? Is that the right reciprocate. word? Reciprocate. Yeah. yeah. Or reciprocity. Yeah, where you can like go the... back and forth. Is that how you say it, Leslie? Yes. Reciprocity. It's reciprocity. That's a word. <laughs> Google it, word. Jen. Reciprocity. I, I just really don't know that. I don't think that's the right grammar. word, though. Okay. okay. Recipro- I'm a reader Recipro- my whole life. Recipro- reciprocity. Replicate. Because <laughs> back in my previous life, I had a real estate license and insurance license. I didn't so I had to care. License. I had to care about reciprocity. Okay. Can you spell it? No. This is exactly how it gets derailed. Real estate. R I R E C R E C R I P P R O C I T Y. Okay. Moving on. This is why we don't start podcasts with a script because it's never going to happen. There's no script. So, okay. But Texas has been my buddy for like what? Four years? Five years? More? We met at from house call pro right is that the how story how did we meet you were on house call pro yeah we were we we met some other no maybe house, just chatting through the facebook i think groups. through facebook groups but i think house call pro then we met, met, met did you ever go to the house call pro meetups Mm-mm. i don't know what are those about i think the first time i actually met you in person was in uh, minnesota oh yes with cornbread with cornbread <laughs> What was that for <laughs> operational operation operations Ex- excellence, excellence with Nextstar? That was the first time y'all met. Yeah, in person. Yeah, because we'd been chatting for years through with the house call programs. What did you think of Cassie groups? when you met her in person? Ooh, this is one of those things we can edit, right? Absolutely. Oh, no, I'm great. playing. I'm playing. Great. I mean, it was it was what I expected to be honest. I'm pretty raw and real, straight up. I'm yeah, not pretty, who I am on Facebook. Pretty loud on the internet, person. pretty loud in person. Yeah. You don't have to worry about me. What no te- keyboard warrior What did Texas say on one what of what your posts the other day in Einstein's? It was like... He's like, Cassie's always getting in someone's ass. <laughs> I was like... Even your friends. Sorry. I'm just going to hold us all accountable. I don't know how to tame myself down. I wish I had some of that sometimes, I though. Like, I, I don't care enough. I know. Really? I'm like, I, eh love it and i but at times i love it but also because i love her i'm like Delete this it. isn't serving you yeah she has to bring- and every time you make an exchange like that on facebook or whatever it takes part of you like it, it it takes part of your energy whether you know it or not and i'm always like save it save it save your energy she ta- she hasn't tamed me down but she will call, like okay this isn't worth your energy yeah i'm like okay respectfully i disagree it's so easy though to get um sucked into some of that stuff though yeah we see it all the time i don't really feel like a a need to jump in until i see that something damaging is being put out there that you know someone who may not be able to read between the lines or read deeper that's exactly doesn't know enough to really be able to see past the forest i really. want to talk about this yes because this is a good topic. right now i'm on a healing journey of like what's my responsibility and what isn't and and they always say pay attention to what triggers you because it's something that you need to work on and that is hard for me when i see friends of mine who mm-hmm. are either starting out or they're just really hungry for information and we know that the loudest people aren't maybe always the best people to follow but they're mm-hmm. always con- they're they're always posting they're always giving information they're and always- those and our friends 
who may not know that there's always kind of an agenda behind that, it's hard to that's, not insert yourself in those things. That's where I started, like what it you're saying. It comes from a good place. It always comes from a good yeah, place. Yeah, it's like where I started like being so opinionated. I mean, I've always been opinionated, let's be real. <laughs> Last but night, we were getting, at dinner, like, frustrated. and Cassie was describing... What did you say about Haley? She's, the way you described her. She's loud. You said she's busy and mouthy. <laughs> busy <laughs> and mouthy. Dinner. We were having dinner, the four of us. She'd get it from her mom. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder who else is busy and mouthy. <laughs> I was like, I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about. It was about. like but such a full circle moment. She, uh, but that's exactly why. Like how many of these, how many times have we seen, and especially like think about through the past five busy years, who we became friends with through one of these social media groups and they're just not here anymore in the industry anymore because they followed something dangerous on social media. <clears throat> That's what freaks me out. You know, I've seen too many of our like previous friends that just like disappear because they followed <clears throat> the bullshit. And there's well, a lot of it out there. And it's so hard because, you know, last week, week before last, we were at super meeting this is constantly on my mind and i think it's constantly on my mind because of probably the past year of my life but like what nobody's ever talking about is the mental health of us mm -hmm. and um i love this topic i know it's but it's so true and you know everyone we talk to i totally lost my train of thought by the way what would you like about? to lay back down Speaking on the couch of mental health. Mental health. <laughs> how do you feel i mean what was the first part of that the mental health of no, uh, our friends. Oh, it was the silver bullet. How we're always searching. It's like it's natural for us to gravitate toward people who are posturing in a way that they have it all together because so many of us as owners are hurting or stressed or trying to figure out we're carrying this huge burden. And whether we like it or not, we're attracted to this fix like that we want to believe so it's it's not surprising that people buy into that so with talking about mental health i think what happens is is that people start subscribing to there's a silver bullet mm -hmm. and how we're attracted to that where and so we're just like oh that's my get rich quick scheme and then i think that's what happens is these people start jumping in and they're like i believe it i believe it i believe it <clears throat> and then because so they much fall. of what we see is just perception and no, like, substance. Most businesses' online presence is boring. And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem. Key Heart Marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media. We can vouch for them. They run our podcast socials. If you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know, like, and trust you, connect with Key Heart Marketing at keyheartmarketing.com. What do you think has been the best for you to just grow? Definitely getting out of your own head. Um, you, know, you know, I don't I don't know what everybody else's journey and experience was like, but had I known, and I tell my people this, had I known how difficult it would really be, 
I would not have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like now, That's now talk. that I've done it, you know, it's nice and, I, and I, I'll continue to do it. Mm-hmm. But had I know what I was in for, if I could see the next, you know, 24, 36 months into my future from that time, because I started my business when I was like 25. Mm-hmm. If I had to realize that. You're just a baby. Just, just How old thir- are you? Just turned 33 last week. Oh, Damn. man. You really are just a baby. So had I known, basically some of my prime years were going to be. Mm-hmm. devoted to growing a business, waking up at six, seven in the morning and coming home at not having any money, 11, 12, chasing everything. but everyone, that was not, that, w- that didn't happen to me. You didn't have I, to I struggle. Could, not, not financially. That's good. That, that I didn't, I never experienced that part of it. I you never that. struggled financially in your business. Once I started my business now. Well, oh um, snap! But uh, but it it was because I was working my ass off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I were, because you were working three full time jobs. Because you knew right, your hourly right. rate. It, it wasn't because working, I was super intelligent. I think most of the time it happens is because if you didn't struggle financially, it's because you were working three or four full time jobs. You were literally exactly. working all day and night, all day <laughs> and night. Or you struggled because you went ahead and hired the people and you never you couldn't afford them. I mean, I was broke as fuck before that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to me because this conversation, ha- this that specific topic of like, would you do it all over again? I had someone ask me. I love that, what that you just said. You probably wouldn't because uh-huh. I can tell you in my head, I, Brent and I think that uh-huh. there has been these crazy seasons in our business. You compound that being married uh-huh. to your business partner. And I, I'm like, would I do this again? And I'm just glad you were honest. I don't about think that. I would. I, right. If I could go back to that time and say, okay, this is what the next two or three years look like, are you willing to endure that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty confident that myself in that moment would say, nah, that should be. What ain't do for you me. think it is, though? Like, I can tell you what I think. I know why I wouldn't do it. What is it for you? Why, why I wouldn't go yeah. through that again? It wasn't worth it. Like, yeah. the, the mental, like the anguish the, the, and the, the stress. The, the, the stress, the, the, Missing out on family events, mm-hmm. missing out working on twenty hours a day. Literally, sometimes phys- physical pain, mental pain. Mental pain. The, I had the, someone the recently ask like, me, "Why aren't you here for this?" And I can't be there because we're busy. We get, yeah. and then you don't have kids right now. But for like us, we have kids, and we struggled because we couldn't vacation until like the last couple of years. We only vacationed the week after Christmas. I can't even imagine what one day when my kids, they'll be sitting, they're already in therapy because we start mental health early at our house, but how the, for you. the business, they'll talk about it because I know what they say in the car, which they're really funny in their perspective is anytime we see a competitor billboard or someone else, they're like, oh, we don't like them. We don't <laughs> like them. I'm like, no, we like them. They're going through the same thing that, that we do because they overhear us talking mm-hmm. and they, but they overhear the the personal part of the anguish, because that's what Brent and I tend to talk about at home, is it's really not like the numbers anymore. I really the data. think it's that the per- it's the personal criticism mm-hmm. and judgment. Did like, I don't face. think my kids of six kids, I have one that would be interested in, in like not the business, but like running a business. I think all the rest of my kids and Haley's too young to make that decision. I think the rest of my kids have seen too much. And mm-hmm. and it's just like, do you think that outwardly facing to your people, to your family, to your kids, do you think that you try to make things look better than they are to them or that you try to make things look more difficult than they are? Or are you pretty good about just keeping it 
and sharing it like it so is. So I, I, th- I like that question specifically because I, and you, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I am who I am. I'm going to tell you what I feel and I, whether you in a text message, a voicemail in person or on the Facebook, right? I'm going to say what I say and I will, I I just don't water myself down. I don't, I'm not a keyboard warrior. I'm not whatever. And and I have tried to be super transparent with our team about the, the struggles, the frustrations, the, all of it. And for a little bit, I think it was misinterpreted by some people thinking that I was trying to discourage them from potentially going out on their own. And that was the furthest thing from the truth. If you want to go out on your own, go do it. Okay. But I am telling you, I can get emotional about it. This is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I, when you said, I don't know if I would would redo it. It literally in the back of my head was like, that's the one thing I haven't ever had the balls to say. Yeah. Because I had someone because just recently ask me, grain. it goes against what I just had someone recently ask me, would you do it all over again? And I was like, yeah, Oscar and I like the chase and blah, 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 blah. But in the back of my head, I'm like, dude, I don't know because we're on 24 mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. And I mean that sincere. I don't know that I don't again, know. you have to have that. You have to have that current mind of yours. Mm-hmm. However many years ago mm-hmm. in place and, Knowing what I know now, had I known it then, I don't think I would do it again. Like now I love it and I'm happy and, you know, there's so many great things. But there was a dark, dark mm-hmm. place there for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think you for me. just try me, to smile and truck through it. Mm-hmm. For me and, and maybe for you and I don't know, maybe Leslie a little bit too. For me, what it started with was I was going to do something no one else in my family had ever done before. I was going to do something my family, no one in my family had ever done before and I was going to create generational wealth that I could leave to my family. And (laughs) why am I getting emotional? You know what it is for me? Because it's not that fucking easy. It hasn't been that easy, man. It just hasn't. Well, because you're operating from a wound. Yeah. And like, if we're all honest, we're operating from a wound because we had something to prove. But listen, what the devil trained you to do, God will use for his glory. And Mm -hmm. I believe that. So it's like, it's a good thing I didn't know. Right. Yeah. But one day it's a good thing. It's just like a really good thing. But I think, man, it's been, it's been so hard. And I'm, and I'm just so glad we get to have like real conversations about it. Because if you were to only look at what we talk about on social media, it would not be this. Yeah. And 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 it's isolating. I tell people a lot of times, Hey, be careful what you're consuming because yeah, that raw, 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 it's good. We need to be motivated, but they're not telling you the other side of that sometimes. Yep. And yeah, you don't want to pump your mind full of that dark neg- negativity. But like, but I don't even want to acknowledge wanna, that it's out there. Like if you're not, if you've never been sued, I don't even want your opinion. If you yeah. haven't been subpoenaed, I don't even care what you have to say. Well, because shit. Like, I haven't had those. We're in two lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. We're in yeah. two lawsuits this year. He's I like hope a, you don't. Like when I, I hope sue, I don't either. I hope you don't ever. But like, I don't wish for struggle. This, right. but this is this shit is real. We have two separate lawsuits and we're fighting an insurance company. And, you know, I woke up last Monday morning. I think it was last Monday morning at super meeting with Cassie to podcast, not even for champion. And I was subpoenaed on a job. And she wasn't even. Could you even, I mean, and I'm like a highly emotional person and that is not a dig like that's a blessing but between the the two of us I absorb all of that all the time and it's really hard for me to turn off 
the struggle and then go be an amazing mom and wife. I cannot do it. And mm-hmm. so for that's the struggle for me. I don't know how to say, okay, I know this is business, but like the business is your baby. I have a question. Just like a kid. What? What's your biggest fear in business? Like the one thing, is it running out of money? Is it failing? Is it not being able to pay your people? Is it laying people off? Is it messing up someone's job? What is like that that one thing that scares the living now, shit out of you? And it would have been a different answer two years ago. I used to really feel in bondage to um, unhappy customers and one-star reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't give a anymore because now I know. But it would be that we've done all of this and then there's there's nothing left at the end for all of this pain. Mm-hmm. There's no big sell or generational wealth that all of this, which I have to take everything back scripturally. Cause that's who I am. Like God works everything out for you and what, in whatever it is. But I hope and pray and that all of our hard work one day is like, there's a, there's some sort of a big payoff that is going to change the life, change the change the future for my children mm-hmm. no one I, and I think when you were talking about why would you do this for me it was always like I always felt insignificant and overlooked growing up so it's like I just always knew if someone gave me a chance I would do big things I would be a bulldog about it right mm-hmm. I never had anyone do that and then when I finally got to do that for myself and then Brent is the same way it was like you better watch out you know because it's like we're bet the farm people, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. lose it all or we're we're going to risk everything to try to like create a Both life of you for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is not great. <laughs> it's not amazing. Listen, I've been trying to uh It's a I risky just, play. Just, I've been trying to get us on a personal budget. We're so like not paying attention and I downloaded this app the other day and I'm like, "Okay, this app is going to tell us where all of our money is going so we can be really mindful. And it's a personal, it's not even in the, like we're actually on the business side, we take care of it, mm-hmm. which how does this make sense? Cause we're, <laughs> but anyways, I'm like, can we, I'm like, can you help me figure out uh, where our money's going? And like, so we can, we can really be diligent and make good decisions. Ne- neither one of us should be in charge of that because we're just, you're going on vacation. Or he's buying a gun. Or remember one time I was like, babe, can you please finish your, if you finish the price book by this weekend, you can go get that gun you want. Like, I'll go get it for you. It worked. I literally <laughs> locked him in a room and he finished it. He wrote out every task. I'm talking about, he wrote, uh, he wrote out three options for every task, like from the top to the bottom of the bathroom. So kitchen. Wh- what is, since you know, you probably wouldn't have redone it. Or, you know, do this again. What do you think the reason you stuck around? Oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's twofold. One is I absolutely hate failing at anything. It drives mm-hmm. me fucking bonkers. I cannot stand to fail at anything. But that that isn't even the real reason. Because there were times where I could have just said, you know what, I don't care. I failed, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was because the people that I had hired early on mm-hmm. meant a lot to me on a very personal level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't fail them. Yeah. It wasn't because, you know, I cared about failing myself in, in, in that moment. I, I could care less at that time. It was because I'd hired my dad. Mm-hmm. I'd hired JD, cornbread. cornbread, my best friend since seventh grade. I'd Shout hired, out Cornbread. Yeah, what's up, Cornbread? <laughs> I haven't met Cornbread, but I want to. He's, He's a, the whole thing. Well, hold you, on. You and Cornbread need to come back later uh, between five and seven tonight. <laughs> I'll see if so I can get him drinks. up here. Yeah. I won't be here. I'll be headed back to Oklahoma. I'll see if I can get him up. We'll see. He's on vacation this week. So, so. you didn't okay. want to fail them. 
And then you just didn't want to fail in general. Well, yeah, I, you know, it certainly starts with not wanting to fail in general. But I mean, I'm talking about Cornbread's wife was eight months pregnant. He quit his job to come work for me. Yeah. And so now I feel this that sense of. That probably made you work even harder. Exactly. Uh-huh. It was like Cornbread's fine, but his wife is pregnant. And he's We telling, make sure they're okay. So imagine this. You're telling your eight month pregnant wife you're about to quit your job and go work with your best friend who's starting a business and. And when you very, see Cornbread, has a very low success or a very low probability of succeeding. And when you see Corn and his wife is probably like, okay, I've seen That's you so in Texas cool. together, so this is exactly. going to be dumb yeah. and dumber. Exactly. She saw you at y'all's like, worst. That, Precisely. Yes. Yeah, so she's literally, and then, but since then, I think Cornbread's had a lot of kids. So you've been having to carry that <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> this is job security for Cornbread. How yeah. many kids? Is what, what's he say? He says six, three, two, and new. <laughs> six, three. How old are your kids? He said <laughs> six, three, two, and new. <laughs> Has been power women of the trades like what you hear so far leave us a review at apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one